Today's episode is sponsored by ChrisTaylorRacing.com. Welcome to Driven to Compete. I'm Kerry Rouse, and I travel to racetracks around the U.S., where I interview members of the racing community and share their stories as a form of inspiration for our community. I'm here with Paul Steffen, and we are at Road America for the SCCA June Sprints, and you are a fellow B-Spec racer. I am. Um, where are you from? Uh, Milwaukee, actually, just right down the road from oh, here. Oh, very yeah, nice. Yep. Um, so how long have you been racing B-Spec? Uh, I guess this will be entering like two, two and a half years, something like that, I guess. Uh, raced all of last year, just the tail end of the year before that. So Okay. Um, came from STU before that, so road racing for a little bit before that, and um, we've done a little bit of champ car stuff as well. Okay. So, yeah, a little well, bit of everything. Tell me a little bit about your car that you have for B-Spec. I'm running a 2010 Honda Fit. Um, it's known as the GE8 chassis. Um, pretty straightforward. I mean, um, you know, B-Spec, we can't do a whole lot per the rules. Um, you know, exhaust, and there's a certain suspension kit that we're allowed in all the all the cars have the same suspension essentially and um yeah i don't know i think the concept behind it is that they're all uh just wimpy little econo box you know absolutely powerless cars with uh front wheel drive open diff and solid rear axle save the mini um and i raced volkswagens before this um exclusively front wheel drive solid rear beam cars so it was it was kind of a perfect transition for me yeah so I have to ask, why did you transition? Uh, well, you know, like STU is, uh, it's a tuner's class. Um, and, you know, um, driver skills, very important. But that's a class where um, pocketbook dictates speed uh, very much so. Yeah. And, um, you know, for those of us without unlimited resources, it, it gets hard to stay at the pointy end of the field. And um, yep. I think the other part about a class like that is that, um, you know, the cars are just built to just such a razor's edge in every way. Um, every modification that you can possibly do, you kind of have to do them all. And, um, you know, when you modify things to that level, stuff just starts to break. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just a, a lot of really expensive, um, you know, literally, at June Sprints, like, uh, five years ago, um, I made it one lap and went home for the weekend. Oh, you know, man. Like, so Gosh. it's you know it's a bummer, and then you pay your track fees on top of it, and you you know break something that costs fifteen hundred bucks or whatever, yeah. and go home. So it's it's just kind of you know it was a lot of just like tension, and it was racing was starting to be not as fun anymore. So um, yeah, just made the switch to the economy cars just because you know price is overall so much cheaper, um, the build out is way easier, and then uh, preventative maintenance is almost nothing. Yeah, I hear that the prep work between races are is quite small. Yeah, I mean, you know, you hear some of the competitors joke like, I, "Well, I did change the oil this year." <laughs> <laughs> like, if that's if that's all we're messing with. That's great. I mean, you know, we do checkovers on everything, but uh, you know, for the most part, there's not a whole lot you have to change. We do brake fluid every like three weekends. Um, I kind of honestly like oil once a year, trans fluid once a year. That's about it. Yeah, that's that's awesome. The yeah. maintenance is so low on that. What about the level of competition? You mentioned you kind of alluded to it in that in this in this class, it's not about your pocketbook; it's about your driving ability. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think the the, the 
I mean, I, in theory, the point of the class is that uh, if all of the cars are the same-ish, yeah. um, then driver skill is like really what shines through. And um, you know, we've we've got some super beginners because the cars are slow. Um, people that have never been on track road racing, I think, kind of like lean towards these chassis types. Just um, be, you know, it's not as intimidating overall. And um, but at the same time, um, you want to be a good driver. You know, get in a slow car. So we've also got some world-class drivers in the class that are just no joke at all. Um, oh man, the guy's name is escaping me, but he's here today. Um, uh, we ran against him at Blackhawk earlier in the year and he said, well, yeah, this is my first time in the car. And I think he finished third and then he, he won on Sunday, I wanna say. So Bill Collins then, yeah? Yeah, uh, you know, so we've, we've got some intensely experienced competitors out there. Um, and you know, like I said, that just it kind of just collectively makes everyone better. Um, you know, those are never the drivers that are making wild moves. Those are typically the drivers that are allowing room and you know, kind of keeping an eye on three head on a three sixty the entire time. So um, I like driving around guys like that. Sure. So what's how's the season been going for you? Pretty good. Um, been kind of spotty because I had a lot of work travel stuff going, but uh, we did, uh, I, I raced with Rob Connors most of the time. We pair up and um, share expenses and stuff. We built three B-Spec cars together over uh, about a year period. Okay. Um, built one for me, one for him, and then one that we were going to run as a rental. And the logistics of bringing three cars to the track got complicated quick, so we decided to sell that one. So yep. um, another local Milwaukee guy who um, actually I'm currently coaching at doing track, doing track days and stuff and getting him up to speed. Um, so hopefully April next year he'll be getting his full complex. Oh, come, great. Come to join us. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's been great pulling some people into the class and stuff. Well, um, in, in STU, what were you racing? I raced a VW Corrado with a 1.8T motor swap in it. Um, so pretty pretty fast car. I mean, I would hit, uh, you know, 147 here in the back straight. Yeah. Um, so far far cry from the 109 or whatever of yeah. the spec. Yeah, that's, that's about um, it. Yeah, and it stops faster and everything and, you know, um, just more intense overall. And um, I, a lot of my friends from that class were like, you know, really want to build a B-spec car, you know, you're going to hate it, it's going to be so slow. I'm just telling you, you're going to be so disappointed, don't do not do it. And I got to say, they were all wrong. It is <laughs> so fun. Uh, I, I, I much prefer it. Um, yeah. And I mean, you know, overall speeds are lower, but I mean, it, it's incredible what these cars can keep up with. Yeah. Um, Rob and I went down to Autobahn a couple months back uh, for some rain day testing. And they had the full the full north and south course open that day, and um, you know we we had full rain tires and everything. We were set up, and we knew the rain line, so we were confidently zipping through the course. And I can't tell you how many uh, Audi R8s and 911 GT3s and brand new Corvettes that we passed that day. It was bizarre, but you know it's just people are like freaked out that they don't want to do any yeah. single thing wrong and these cars you can just wring every last drop out of. So, so are you on the Hankook rain tires? Yes. Yep. Yeah, yep. I the, hear they're very, very good wet They're tires. great and I mean I, I've yet to wear through a set of them. I yeah. Mean, um, we, don't, you know, we don't have a whole lot of rain racing in the Midwest. Um, occasionally we get some but uh, it's not like Florida or something where it's yeah. half your races or it could be in the wet. 
Uh, but yeah, the, the regular slicks hold up really good, too. We're getting uh, at least three weekends out of them, I would say. That, wow. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, sometimes more. Depending on the track, like Blackhawk is real hard on tires. Milwaukee Mile is as well. Um, so if we're doing those, it'll, it'll chew them up a little bit more. But, um, you know, the big thing with these cars is they're open diff cars. So your inside wheel is going to be, you know, doing a little one-wheeler peeler. For yeah. A really, really tight turn. But, um, you know, you try to stay mindful of that too and watch the tire wear. Are you, do you just um, go from the back to the front and from the front Yeah, off? we do switch them front to back and then um, believe it or not, the hand cooks uh, are non-directional so you can flip them inside and out too. Okay. Um, you know, if if they wear more on one side than the other, you could flip it. But, Interesting. You know, we are seem to wear pretty even to where, you know, they just kind of wear out. We don't end up flipping them in yep. that way, but yeah, yep. you, you can do it. Oh, that's yeah. that's awesome. I've I've heard of people getting six weekends out of them. We haven't we haven't experienced that ourselves, but I mean this new surface at Road America seems to be pretty nice on the tires. Um, now, I, how would you compare the the grip? I mean, this the ability to hold the track now versus before the repave. It you know the, I think the hardest thing for me to get used to is just how much grip there is everywhere. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I've, I've heard both sides of it. I've heard people say um, it's really, it has spots that are really slick and you need to watch out. And then um, I, I've heard the exact opposite. You know, you can brake later everywhere and corner harder. And that has been my experience is like, the hard part is um, realizing how late I can brake. And I mean, you know, coming into five, I'm about to one and a half really. And it's, it just feels crazy, you yeah, know, but. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, so that, that's been a lot of it is like uh, learning what speed to carry through the corner. Um, you know, we, we did a test day a couple weeks ago up here just to kind of get a feel for the track before the race. And um, yeah, that was the biggest thing was I kept finding myself like, wow, I'm actually not ending up all the way at the outside. So yeah. that I got to go through faster and faster and faster. And um, we both use the uh, Garmin Catalyst coach yeah, in the car. Yes. So that seems yeah. to provide a lot of you know, useful help on the fly as well. Yeah, I, um, turn five was my nemesis last year. I just, oh. I kept on going wide, and then oh, one sure. time I went way too wide, oh, and it okay. was like I was on a dirt course just rumbling. Oh, yeah, those rumbles on the outside get very, very I mean, it was, I was yeah. in the grass. Oh, okay, that yeah, was, yeah, that sure. Was yeah, bad. I've been out Horrible. there, too, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, I, I love this track. and, and I, Oh, it's incredible. Now yeah. that it's repaved, I, I, I'm looking forward to getting back here. Yeah, it's it's great, and I mean, you know, I, I've yet to run in the rain here, but um, maybe would, Sunday. I, maybe, yeah, it, it, it's looking that way. As a matter of fact, I, the thing I'm curious about is if there is a rain line or not. There may not be enough rubber put mm. down on the track for there to even be a rain line. The racing line may be the rain line still. Mm. I, I, I don't know. So um, that's yet to be seen. Um, but you know, kind of ends up being a drag race in between the straights and heavy rain anyway, yeah. so. Um, what other we'll races do you have planned this year? I'm gonna do the, uh, let's see, the July majors here, the the cat cat majors, I think they call it. Um, and then, uh, let's see, we've got one at Autobahn in October, and I think that might be it, other than a couple of track days and stuff. I do, I sprinkle in a bunch of other uh, car stuff also. I do like uh, some Porsche rally stuff and, um, not so much anymore, but I mean, I started doing autocross and um, 
went to time trials and then that led to hill climbs and then by that point it was like well the car's all caged I might as well get a road racing license so kind of did the uh, like storybook uh, SCCA ladder you know if you will but you, um, you didn't do all that with the same car did you oh no, uh, mostly mostly with the Corrado yeah actually okay yep. wow. yeah I started with uh, an old 911 that I restored with my dad and um, very quick, quickly was like you know this is great and the car is very capable but I really don't want to ball this up and um, so that's what led to finding that Corrado and um, you know just one by one things started getting cut off of it and welded onto it and wider and lower and um, in the end it was like a full wide body you know arrow turbocharged car you know so it was a lot of fun. So you're not going to runoffs this year? No. Don't think so. The IR is just a bit of a haul from here, and just work schedule is a little tight. For yep. It. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm expecting you to be here the next two well, years. Well, yeah, that's just it. Is like, I, I mean, the fact that the runoffs are here for the next two makes me just like, all right, this is, you know, very lucky to call this my home track. So I was going to ask you about that, that too. So with so many tracks near you. Mm -hmm. The Milwaukee Mile, Autobahn, everything, you would still consider this your home track? I, I would. Um, you know, Milwaukee Mile's great, but well, for one, it's shut down this year because they're repaving and doing a bunch of upgrades there as well. Okay. Um, they're talking about having it open for the NASCAR race in about a month, and then I think they're actually closing it again right away to finish all the upgrades. Um, so, you know, in the end, uh, we're going to have kind of a season, and honestly, I think they said a little bit of next year as well, but. We'll have a little bit of downtime with that track, but it's going to be so much better and a lot safer, too. There's, you know, exposed concrete in a few places there and stuff in the uh, road course portion that was a little on the sketchy side. Yeah. So it's, it's a good thing they're upgrading it. Yeah. Well, where, um, with with your history with racing in the SCCA, other than SCCA, any other organizations? Not really. Um, kind of always kicked around the idea of doing some grid life events, but we haven't made it out yet. Yep. Um, now their rule set is... Uh, you know, very mirroring to what the V-Spec is. Yep. I think just a different tire is literally all you have to change. Okay. So, um, so yeah, that would be fun. Um, seems like a fun event, too. But, yeah, there haven't been a whole lot around here either, you know. Well, Midwest has good SCCA regional racing yeah. all over. So. Yep. Um, uh, speaking of, so we talked about the um, future and not going to do it runoffs this year. Um, what's your... Of all the tracks you've been to, do you have a favorite track? Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armor all, less work, more clean. Terms apply. You know, it's probably this one, but I've just driven so many times here, I feel like I should answer something else. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I did drive Coda once, and that was awesome. Oh, I take that back. I did a NASA event with Coda. That's that's the only NASA event okay. I did um, in their GTS series. But um, that track was awesome. Um, although, I have to say, you know, I'm so spoiled with Road America, like, all the food is good here, mm -hmm. and like uh, you know, Coda. There's like there's nothing available to purchase. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. Or, it, it's bizarre that it's this like billion dollar facility with no food. Yeah, it's like I, there's yeah. one line for food for all right. twenty thousand yeah. people. Yeah, it's really strange. Um, so yeah, I mean, I like uh, I like all that about you know 
And the food here is like regular priced and really good and, um, you know, people you can come and drink coolers and snacks and stuff and just hang out and camp and watch the race. And, and you have fans um, here. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, yeah, I don't know. Love this track. Yeah, yeah, I do too. This this is my favorite track. I, nice. Okay. Yeah, this is my favorite. I I love the everything about it. I went on a, a grid drive because uh -huh. a grid walk is like impossible. Oh sure, yeah. Uh, oh, a paddock, I should say, not okay. grid. And I mean, it took me half an hour driving oh, sure. in and around everything to Absolutely. even kind of film what this place really is and what's what's here it's sure. amazing and if uh, you know and if you do it on like a little moped or something you can get to a bunch of other areas as well yeah, I don't know if you did when you well last time i was here i had my mountain bike and so oh, nice. okay. I, I got on that bike path on the back street sure, going back to, to canada, corner back to canada yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, it's pretty great. And actually, I haven't even been back there yet, but they have the, the beach area outside of the kink now as well. It's like got volleyball courts. and What? Yeah, there's like a volleyball courts and palm trees. There's a new path that goes around the outside of the carousel. Okay. You go down uh, essentially the inside of the eight, and then you enter the trail there. It goes... You just follow that trail all the way around the outside of the carousel, and there's a, like a beach at the end of it. I saw the palm yeah. trees, but I didn't know that's <laughs> yeah. what it was. Yeah, it's a new thing this year, I guess. That's so. funny. Um, so... Any tracks that you've been to that you just like, you'd rather maybe not go again? You know, I don't think I've got any big regrets like that. I mean, um, Blackhawk is real hard on the car. Um, I I make sure I really want to go to a race there. Because um, mm -hmm. you burn up brakes and tires there, for sure. Um, but, you know, it's an hour from my house, and um, it's a real laid-back kind of like... Uh, feels like you're hanging out on like a buddy's farm or something yeah but there's a racetrack there so um i don't know i like hanging out there too i haven't had any like real bad experience you have a lot of tracks around here oh definitely yeah yeah within uh i think a two hour drive there's three from milwaukee so yeah and that's not counting any of the circle tracks which there are probably five of as well yeah you know? that, that is really awesome um so what about any memorable races that you're just never going to forget Oh boy, you know I ate. Uh, well, I think the the funniest things that I remember the most are like when I broke in hilarious ways. Like my uh -huh. car started on fire once at, here at June Sprints, and um, I pulled off to the corner worker station in one, and my I saw all smoke coming out of the back, and I thought it blew an engine or something. And, uh -huh. and I stop, and the corner worker says, "Is your car on fire?" I was like, "I don't think so." is it <laughs> and they're like i don't know hang on and they they popped the pins on the hood and popped it up and just whoosh flames oh, came out everywhere and um i think it was a, a little bit of a trainee day and the the, the you know all oh. of our volunteer workers or corner workers are all volunteers yeah so we're, we're happy to get whoever we can but i think someone was training that day and had the fire bottle in their hand but didn't have the pen out of it and i was like oh oh god so you know, I just pulled the release on my fire system and just, in the, you can see the video, I'm just shaking my head in the car as oh. the foam's raining down on me. And, oh you know, it saved God. the car, it was it was fine. I messed up the hood a little bit, but um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Rob and I went down and did um, the Tail of the Dragon hill climb a couple times. Um, and I won that in the Corrado one year in SPU. Um, what is that like and where is it at? It's great, it's in uh, North Carolina. It's um, Essentially, Robbinsville, North Carolina, is the, the nearest town, but it is very remote. Um, Tale of the Dragon is, uh, 
I think it's like 160 turns in 20 miles or something. Just okay. a cr the craziest switchbacks and blind corners, off camber, very wild. Um, very popular with motorcycle people, but tons of car guys go down there too. Um, they actually close off part of the road for the hill climb, which is, um, you know, the road is kind of like one continuous route with no turnoffs and no driveways or anything. So you can kind of zip through it. Yeah. Um, but at one point there is like a, a road that goes up to a, it's a, like a ranger station at the top. Yeah. I think it's about a mile and a half and then there's a turnaround and then it comes back down. So for the race, they, um, they close it off right where it intersects with the main road. Yep. And then the very bottom section becomes the paddock. And like literally people just have their trailers on the side of the road packed in there as close as could be. Um, and then, uh, you know, you, you pull up to the start and they'll send up, you know, one car every minute and a half or so. And then yep. once there's 10 or 20 at the top, they'll bring that group back down slowly. I see. Um, so yeah, you usually get three or four runs each day. Um, but it's a crazy one. That one, um, I have a really cool video of me driving there in the Corrado where I launch in the dry, and there's pavement changes big time. There's that pea gravel that's pressed into gra uh, hot tar. There's yeah. regular blacktop. There's concrete. There's loose gravel, um, all in this run. And so tire choice is like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I won it on a pair of A7s, actually, at the time, so autocross tires. but. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you start, you're in the dry, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, it's starting to drizzle here, it's getting foggy, and then halfway up, it's pouring rain, and then you get to three quarters, and the rain's cleared, and it's just foggy, and then the top is clear again. So it's just like multiple weather systems that you go through in this thousand foot climb or whatever. I was gonna ask yeah. you how many feet, yeah, I think it's about a little over a thousand. Yeah. What's the the distance that you travel, yeah, you know? I can't, I can't remember. It's Do you know, been, is, uh, is it like a 10 minute or 50 minute? Oh, no, it's it's short. It's like uh, maybe a mile, mile and a half. Oh. Something like that. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Okay. Maybe a couple months, boy. I don't know. It's, it's been eight years since we were down there. So okay. Hard to say, but yeah, those are like um, some of the like first place winning runs of that hill climb are like the best stuff you can watch on YouTube. Um, there's a bunch of like... 911 cup cars running that just in a monstrous way um, yeah really really fun to be down there and like all the people really like genuinely appreciate you being there um, like the impact on the of the race on their like local economy is like visible you know like yeah you go to you go down to restaurants and they're like thank you so much for coming out we really appreciate it and it's like you, they, they really need the business so yeah it's, it's it feels good as support that kind of stuff that's you know? awesome yeah. so did you did you what was your first intro to motorsports was it autocross yeah uh so i restored uh i restored that 911 with my dad and uh, which is a whole other side story my dad was blind at the time and um just kind of literally sat in a chair and drank beer and i knew zero about cars when we started that one and he wanted to restore this car and i was like all right well i'll help you but i don't know what to do and um, it literally was like, okay, take the wheel off. You know, here's how the brake system works. There's fluid in the thing, and you push the pedal, and it squishes out to the calipers. I, I didn't know any of that. Before. Yeah. So um, it took us forever. It took us like two and a half years, but I very slowly learned all the mechanical systems of, you know, a car in general. Um, and then once that one was completed, we were Porsche Club members already, and um, they invite us to all kinds of, you know, they. Milwaukee Porsche Club does uh, several track days here and several autocrosses and um, 
Brandon, actually in Austin, believe it or not, was the first time I ever did any kind of competitive stuff. I was, uh, I'm a glass blower by trade. And, okay. Uh, and I was down there doing some work with some friends and uh, a couple of the other, other guys in the studio were like, yeah, we're doing this autocross on Sunday. You should come with. And, and I was like, yeah, okay, I don't know. Sounds fun. I'll go. You know, and, and they were like, okay, cool. Um, you know how to drive stick and everything, right? And I was like, what? No, I'm, I'm going to come watch, dude. I'm not <laughs> racing. And they were like, you know how to drive stick? Like, no, I can drive stick. You don't have 20 bucks for the entry? I was like, I got 20 bucks for the entry. Like, well, come on then. So uh, my friend who's, you know, national champion autocrosser at one point had a dialed-in Civic on slicks and everything. And he was like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Just have fun. And um, it was, I was instantly hooked. Uh, it was with uh, Spokes, actually, in San Antonio. San okay. Antonio Speedway. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I just absolutely had a blast. And I came home and I was like, you know, I have a car that's pretty fast. Maybe I can do some of these autocrosses. And so I kind of started to dipping my toes in the water with that. And then um, eventually started doing track days here at Road America. And um, yeah, and then from there, I just yeah, decided I wanted something possibly a little more disposable. Maybe, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so how would you suggest for folks that are just trying to figure out if motorsports is for them uh, I hear the same story from a lot of people is someone's invited by their neighbor or a sure. coworker, hey come out to autocross autocross yeah. what is what is that and what do I need just you and your car and right you come out and and then that's how I get started for people um, but what do you think is the best way for people who, who don't have any experience to kind of dip their toes in well I mean you know like uh, you, you can just hope that uh, You've got car people around you that are doing this stuff that want to share a little seat time with you, and um, that's great if, if you can stumble into something like that, someone's willing to share their car. Um, but you know, like in, uh, in terms of like getting into road racing, like there's a lot of different rental options. And actually, that's uh, when I first was having the thoughts of going to B-Spec, um, I was in Austin again for some work um, on a separate trip, and um, I knew that Chris Taylor in your neck of the woods rents out B-Spec cars, so. Um, I, and I had actually previously driven at Harris Hill, yep. so I knew that track. And um, so I hit him up and just said, hey man, I'm gonna be down there. Is it is it possible for me to drive? You know, what, what's the story? And um, he met me at, at the track, right? You know, the second they opened in the morning and um, I, I did, I think a 25 minute session and I was like, yeah, I'm in, great, yeah. done, D done deal. And, I think I actually got it up on two wheels too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, oh, okay, all right, there's a limit. It happens. Um, yeah, yeah, it happens yeah, a absolutely. lot. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, it was just instantly like, okay, yeah, this is this is totally fun. I love it. Um, you know, there's definitely some stuff to get used to. Um, driving an open diff car versus a, one with a limited slip is, you know, a big difference. And yeah. um, the way that the car kind of chugs through a really tight corner was like a. You know, is this okay? Can I just do this? <laughs> yeah. Chris was like, hammer on it, man. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'd say that's probably what I would definitely recommend is, you know, um, there are several companies throughout, you know, pretty much any area of the country that you're in. You can yep. find a rental car at this point. And, you know, um, I definitely get uh, not jumping into road racing right off the bat, doing wheel-to-wheel -wheel with other cars real close to you. And, I think any of those same companies will also rent for track days as well, yeah. like I did. So yeah. um, definitely a little more chill with controlled passing and stuff, you know, if someone's real green. 
all, all that you can do in terms of that is better, I think. You know? So what are your expectations for this weekend for yourself? Well, let's see, I'm pretty much smack, in the, smack dab in the middle right now. I think I'm 10th of 22. Um, so I'm just gonna try to, you know, and honestly, that, that was one thing is I didn't get in a draft of that whole qualifying yeah. session. So yeah. I feel like I might have another second or two in a draft, um, especially the B-Spec cars here, I think. A solid draft is three seconds here. You know? Oh, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, fingers crossed for that. Um, What's your best time here in a B-Spec? Uh, actually, I just did it. Uh, 2.54.6. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, I'm sorry. 2.55.6 today. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Two more seconds, and you're going to be right there. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I think the pointy end of the field is uh, 2.53.1 right now. Something like so, that, yeah. yeah. I did a 241 here back in the day with my Corrado, so uh -huh. it feels like a whole different world. But. <laughs> <laughs> Man, thank you so much for spending hey, some my time pleasure. with me. It was a really pleasure to meet it, you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll go ahead and stop this here. That was great, man. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Good stuff. Get that from you. Oh, yeah. And I'll get Rob if he's, if he's willing and able. Oh yeah, this is pretty typical for mine. It's very conversational. I want to thank you for listening to Driven to Compete. It's been a pleasure sharing this episode, and I hope we've provided some inspiration and entertainment along the way. If you like the content, please share and like. But I have one ask for everyone listening. I would appreciate more than anything to add you to my weekly newsletter. Simply visit my website, driventocompete.com, and you'll see a form to get on my newsletter where I share exclusive content and giveaway swag.